This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, we are quickly approaching Rosh Hashanah, and uh, we have to maximize our days of Elul. We are maximize our days of Elul. So, I wanted to tell you a few thoughts that I think we have to keep in mind about what Elul is about. And I wanted to start with something that Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera tells us in Parashat Vayelech. You know, this week we're going to read Parashat Nitzavim. Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kulechem. Next week we're going to read Vayelech. So Nitzavim Hashem is giving us a drasha about, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu is telling us how to strengthen ourselves. And then Vayelech Moshe, and he says these words. Where did Moshe Rabbeinu go? Vayelech Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu went out, he came back in. Moshe Rabbeinu was always there. He should have just said, Vaydaber Moshe. You know who asked this question? Rav Shimon Bar Yochai in the Zohar Kadosh. Rav Yaakov Abu says that there's a remez over here. And this is the remez that I want to tell everyone and I want to bring it down to our level of, of what to do for Elul. The Arizal writes in Sharha Gilgulim that we know our Torah has 600,000 roots to it, 600,000 letters, 600,000 nishamot, that means the roots of the nishamot were in Harsinai, and there are 600,000 explanations to the Torah. And the Arizal writes something unbelievable. Arizal writes that every single nishama has a spark of Moshe Rabbeinu. How? Because everyone received in Har Sinai one or more explanations of the Torah. Because there were 600,000 explanations. Each one got at least one. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't only get one. He got all 600,000. So some got 300,000, some got 20, some got one. Moshe Rabbeinu got all 600,000. So it turns out that when we learn every day, when we're learning Masechet Sukkah and whatever else we're learning, we are actually connecting to Moshe Rabbeinu. There's a nitzotz, there's a spark over there that of Moshe Rabbeinu because everything was given to Moshe Rabbeinu, all those 600,000 explanations. Moshe Rabbeinu was called the Shemesh, right? Penei Moshe kepenei Achama, penei Yeshua kepenei Levana. Moshe Rabbeinu was called the, the Chama, the sun. Shemesh is also is also Shishim. He had the Shishim Ribu. He had the six hundred thousand explanation, and because of his of his light that he gave to uh, to, to, to 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 Am Yisrael, we're able to benefit till today. That's what Shlomo Melech says. Vizarach Hashemesh uba Hashemesh. The Shemesh went out. The Shemesh comes. Means when, when Moshe Rabbeinu left. Am Yisrael was afraid. What are we going to do? We're not going to have any more all the 600,000 explanations. So says Rabbi Yaakov Abu that's what the Remez, the Torah is telling us. That even though Moshe Rabbeinu has all 600,000 Purushim, and we connect to Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayelech Moshe, when Moshe Rabbeinu is going to go, and he's not going to be around, don't worry. These words are still going to be spoken throughout the generation, El Kol Yisrael, to everyone in Am Yisrael. We're always going to be able to connect to that. 
And this is something very, very deep that I want to speak about regarding Elul. You know, Elul is a time where we are examining self-introspect. Let me tell you the dangers of self-introspect. You know, one time I was, uh, when I was in Eretz Yisrael, I, was, uh, I wasn't married yet. And one of the great advantages that we have in Eretz Yisrael is Eged buses. You ever thought about it? Eged buses, they're unbelievable. You know, over here, I never gone onto a bus in Los Angeles, so I can't tell you. But when you go into Eged bus, it's an experience sometimes. It's a cattle car experience. Sometimes it's an experience that you meet G'dolei Torah. So I was a neighbor for many years to Rav Shlomo Volbe. And I always had to work on finding the way how to speak to him because he had a hearing aid and he wasn't always interested in talking to you. And I had to find which buttons to push for him to be able to speak to me. So I got on the bus and he was sitting there, empty seat next to him. So knowing that the chutzpah that I have, I sat next to him. And so we're just sitting and you know, he says hello and I'm just sitting there. And I just started bombarding him with questions as I, I usually am known to do. And <laughs> he answers politely, I don't remember what. But sometime later, I don't, know if, I don't know how much time later, sometime after that, I happened to be in one of his, uh, in one of his uh, drashot, one of his shiurim, and he was talking about the concept how when a person's by his, himself, he has to be able to think on his own. You know, nowadays we have our telephones, they don't, they don't let us think on our own, we're always busy. <laughs> But he was, he was speaking about how important it is for a person to be able to disconnect and just to think on his own and to, and to, really, uh, and to really be able to have self-introspect. And he, he mentioned, you know, people think that they sit next to someone, they always have to speak, they can't just be quiet and just like uh, think on their own. I was thinking maybe I was Zochet at that part of the, of the Shmuz because of me. <laughs> As a big Zechut. Either way, either way, when you have self-introspect, that's really what Elul is about. The Sfat Emet, the Chidush actually says on, the, on, on Elul has the words Lo Velo. Lo not and Lo Him. There's a Lo, there's a Kri and a Ktiv. Lo to Lo. And what is, the, what, what, what is the message over here? that you have to work on Bein Adam La'atzmo during, during Elul. You have to think about yourself and what work you, you need as on a personal level. What can you do to come closer to Hashem? In other words, don't get the low, the not, the negativity. You have to connect and you have to branch in to the positivity of Elul. You have to branch into the, to, to yourself. Now, this is the point that I wanted to get to. When you branch into yourself, there's going to be two, there's going to be two paths. Either you could branch into the koach of Moshe Rabbeinu that you have inside you. Moshe Rabbeinu, as we mentioned, had shishim ribu, he had all the letters, and he, everything, we knew what was going on. Ma shehaya hu sheyihye. Ma shehaya rashe tevot Moshe. Ma she, ma shehaya hu yihye. Rashi Tevot Moshe, that Moshe Rabbeinu all encompasses, we have that mitzvot of Moshe Rabbeinu in us. 
And we could tell ourselves we could be great, but then we have that Yitzhahorah that tells us you're a nothing, you mean nothing, you, you, you're, you, know, you just keep on going the bad path, and that gets us depressed. So I want to tell you something. I want to tell you a very important message, what the, uh, what the Gedolei uh, uh, Machshava tell us. They say that in order for a person to rise up, he has to be in a state of despair of going down. In order for somebody to rise up, sometimes he has to reach rock bottom. Remember, I was once being Osik in a tzedakah case in Eretz Yisrael that, that literally you had, a, you had somebody that instead of taking care of his family, he was taking care of the animals in the street. It was, it was hard to realize. And when we spoke to great Rabbanim about this, I remember, I think even mm-hmm. Israel Orbach, who was the head of the tzedakahs, he said that, if a person doesn't want to help himself, it's going to be very hard to get, him, to get him help. He has to reach rock bottom. He has to reach the minimum. You know, in addictions, you hear that a lot. In order to be able to go, go out of addiction, you have, to be, you have to sometimes reach rock bottom. There's two examples to this. In Perik Shira, it's written that the chita, the chita, the wheat, the wheat sings to Hashem. What does it sing? It sings, Shir ha-ma'alot mima-makim kiraticha Hashem. I called you from the depths of the heart. Why Mimam Makim? Why the Chita? Because the Chita goes through a decay. It goes through a process of getting ruined before it sprouts into something that gives us sustenance, which is bread. So to an egg, if you've ever seen a chick come out of an egg, it's kind of gross, but the egg gets ruined, gets disgusted before a chick comes out. We actually had somebody showed us a picture in the coal here in LA. There was a woman who was cooking in the kitchen and she cracked an egg. It was really you know, like a, a chick without its skin and everything, but really the, 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 the whole shape of it was disgusting. But in order for an egg to produce a chick, it has to go through the decay process first. So just like it is in the natural world, that's the same thing in the, phys- in the spiritual world. Just like in the in physical world is that way, in the, in the spiritual world, in order for a person to rise above levels, you have to remember, in Elul, he has to go from low, from not to low, to himself. Now you're going to go through self-introspect, and you're going to think, but you've got to remember, no matter how bad it is, how bad you think that you did, you have the nitots of Moshe Rabbeinu inside you, and you could rise levels. That's the message of that. All right, so let's take advantage of these days remaining to have good, strong self-introspect, to make an accounting of what we need next, to be able to rise up for the new year. Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.